whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. BSA Whiskey Underground. We're here tonight in the secret speakeasy to relax and enjoy some of the finest man-made creations on earth. Whiskey. Brant. What is happening, Scott? Happy to be be back rolling, a, man. Yeah. yeah, me too. It's It's been a long time since I had some cock in my mouth. What now? <laughs> well, I mean, I've, I've had... Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Pause. <laughs> 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 You've had Mal explain. <laughs> I've had some uh, some rooster based whiskeys with roosters on it, but I've never actually I've had fighting cock, but I've never had this. And tonight we're going to be drinking some chicken cock. Yeah. Um not well, only that, but a a limited chicken cock. It's not your everyday cock. Right. Limited edition. Limited limited edition cock. Um yeah, so pretty crazy. Um, I mean, not a not a ton of information. I mean, their, their website, and I implore you to go just take a look at it because it, it does yeah. have a long written kind of story of the history. It's kind of an old celebrated brand, at least uh, in their minds. But publicly, this is not a, a massive popular brand yes. uh, when, it, when it comes to whiskeys. But this in their minds, it's a brand that they're very proud of, and they do have a pretty pretty in-depth story, and you can go to their Chicken Cock Whiskey website and read it, but I will brush over it well, this super is, quickly. First, first of all, this is not the same as Fighting Cock, which is the only... Uh, like when you said, oh, we we, we got to try this, and I've said, I've, I've had, I think I've had this before. Fighting yeah, Cock no. is different than this. Fighting Dif- Cock yeah, is a Heaven Hill brand. This is different. different. This, is, this is... So the brand is Chicken Cock whiskey it is a super old pre-prohibition brand it is 1856 um i wish that and and hopefully maybe they will one day resurrect their uh dsp number because they currently don't have it on the bottling um and i so wish so they're uh, they're not distilling their own whiskey um they are not distilling their own whiskey um, and as we kind of talked about that before we went on the air, as we were digging around, I would believe that if they were, they would be proudly, you know, proudly putting that DSP number right uh, on on the bottle, especially if they resurrected the original DSP, because I mean, saying established 1856, which they do say on this bottling, and I do think they say on the everyday whiskey bottling, uh, that's a pretty big claim. Um, you know, that's 160 plus years old. Uh, you're claiming uh, the company to be, but it was a brand that that died that died and was re-erected. Like I said, it's a pre-prohibition brand. Um, this was, in their claim, uh, one of the most prominent 
speakeasy brands. Um, so it was a uh, been around for for a, quite a while, and the the Cotton Club, which is one of the most infamous Prohibition era speakeasies, this was apparently like one of the the staples of the Cotton Club. It was smuggled in um, nondescript like tin cans, um, and yeah, it was it was just known as chicken cock whiskey and it's um kind of also known as it's aka is the famous old brand um which is kind of crazy because it's not famous right today i mean no no you know it's 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 not um it's not the stitzel weller or the buffalo trace or the old forester or the i mean the name goes on and on and on um this is not that that brand but they have a hell of a story, and we'll see. We'll see where it leads. So, moving forward, what they did is they have an everyday whiskey. They have an everyday rye, um, and then they also have some limited production items. What we have, and I've had the regular, but what we have, I guess I found. I found this in Mississippi from my absolute favorite. Uh, liquor stores, Mizano's in uh, in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, right well, on the Gulf, they're good on the Gulf Coast. I think you, I think you got me a they, bottle of their. They had a select Weller store pick, I think. Um, you got me uh, something something from there. Maybe maybe so, or I sent you some. Um, the Weller store pick, I think I sent you was a Churchill's one, but I think yes, I definitely yes. sent you Mizano's store picks before because they have. always have barrels flowing through this place. This place, I mean, they they if it's available in a barrel. Barrel pick. They're a good store. Uh, they they're getting it, but um, but I found this place. I found this bottle there, and it's one of the limiteds. It's a it's a cool ass bottle. It's got this crazy like I don't know kind of broken glass looking. It's almost um, like spider bottle. Webs. Yeah, kind of spider web looking, almost like Japanese sun kind of too. Yeah, uh, looking beautiful, beautiful old school like pre prohibition looking bottle. Um, this. This little metal cap, kind of like the tin cup, Stranahan's yep. shot glass cap, uh, and corked on it. Beautiful packaging. But what I have is this is the 2018, maybe 19, 2019 limited um, limited edition. It was a super small batch. 1,800 bottles of this exist. Um, oh, that's only what, like nine barrels. Six, I think it was six barrels. Six barrels? Jesus. Six barrels. So the story is is that they took, the year before, they made a 10-year-old, mm-hmm. or, or released a 10-year-old. They took the barrels, they took six of the barrels from that 10-year-old that aged the 10-year, sent them to a Kentucky um, brewery that made beer and Kentucky local local beer. Um, the I'm going to tell you in just, just a second. Because if somebody's from Kentucky here, just okay, they're gonna they're gonna want to know. I'm sure they know what the the distillery is. Um, Goodwood Brewing in Louis in Louisville uh, is where it went, and then they put in the, a Goodwood Walnut Brown Ale into the barrel. I'm assuming at some point they probably released the bourbon barrel aged brown ale at the distillery. Um, but they sent the barrels back, kind of like what Jameson does with their castmates program. You know, they have the the Irish brewery that they send the barrels to. They put a stout in it. They send the, send the barrels back. They put new Jameson in it, and they release the castmates stout. Same kind of idea. So these are beer barrel barrel finished. Six barrels, 
1800 bottles 90 proof um, it's a walnut brown ale finish and um, it is Scott I've tasted it so I sent this to you to get your your opinions and your your take on it so I will tell you it is the most interesting bourbon I've ever tasted okay and I'll leave it leave it at that and let you give me your your take on it so the color uh, I mean the color is pretty uh, a nice gold amber amber color um, all right, all right, I'm gonna get in the nose here. Interesting. <laughs> there's some, there's, all right, so there's a little bite on the nose. And you can tell there is some standard bourbon notes coming through. The, 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 the vanilla is on the nose, very prevalent for me. But there's, there, man, this is interesting. I mean, look, I don't know if it's a mind fuck or what, but the whole walnut brown ale, just to me. Yeah. I'm going to say this word, it's a bad word, but I'm not, I don't mean it, but it, it literally reeks through this bourbon. There's like a, it, it's definitely got a, a yeasty flavor to it. It's like not. I said, I say reek, that sounds bad, but I just, it literally is flowing, like the walnut brown note to me is like flowing through, through this. It's not bad, it's just no. different. Unique, different. I mean. So look, whenever you smell it too, sometimes when I smell it, I get a fresh, like sliced green apple Glenfiddich. Yeah, uh, there, there's definitely like the toasted oak and sweet finish that you get from a lot of uh, double barrel finishes, especially in the scotch. But I mean, the notes are, uh, I mean, the nose is, is butterscotch, caramel, and vanilla off right off the front. And those are going to be with the bourbon, but it does have like a, a little bit of like, like a chocolate malty flavor. Like a little hint of chocolate, but there's there's just there's actually a lot of um, ethanol getting in the way. I think. Yeah. Look, it's only it's a forty. It's only forty-five. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a little tiny bit of a yeasty note, which is just throwing me off. But also, I think it's got it's got walnut. Oh yeah. Like no. nutty. It's, def- it's definitely got like a waxy walnut. Yeah. No, uh, flavor on it. Yeah. So another thing that I don't understand how they got away with on this, it says on the website, but it does not say on the bottle. This is a blend of one and a half to eleven and a half. Um, does it say bourbon on the barrel? It says on the bottle, Kentucky bourbon whiskey finished in beer barrels. Ah, finished in. So as long as they tell you that it's finished in, it's under the old rules. So this was bottled in what, 2018? Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 So under Uh, the old rules, it was still technically Kentucky bourbon. Well, no, it's... In the summer of 2018, we bottled 12 barrels of our award-winning double-barrel bourbon. We gave six of those barrels to friends at Goodwood Brewing in Louisville. Finish a delicious bottle. We 
When they were done, we took those barrels back and filled them with a blend of our best hands like the Kentucky bourbon. So maybe they resulted in our first beer barrel select, born and bottled the Bluegrass State Cheers. So maybe they just got in front of the uh, the new new labeling laws. Yeah. Okay. Um, On the nose, butterscotch, caramel, vanilla, yeast, walnut. Um, There's there's something else. It's like a buttery. It's like a warm butter note to it, too. A little green apple. It's got some crazy shit going on. I almost get like a, uh, like a, like a, a butter pound cake note to it. Yeah, it's got a lot. All right, taste. All right, tasting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Smokiness to it. There's actually a weird smoky palate that, again, still has some sweetness to it. Still has the green, the green fruits, the orchard fruits. Um, this is interesting. Okay, all right. So it's it's definitely got still the butterscotch notes. Um. It's it's got a mellowness like a creaminess, I, I think it comes from the the beer barrels. Does remind me a lot of the Jameson uh, Caskmates. Right. A lot actually. It like I remember the one thing I really loved about the stout finished Jameson is that it had that like rich chocolatey creamy note. This one has more of a the rich like woody note. It does have that waxy walnut. It's like it's like all of the bourbon notes flavored with that really waxy, buttery walnut uh, creaminess. And that's what I, so that's was my big thing is I just like I said I, f- I feel like that it did. For a finished whiskey, I mean, of all the wine finished and rum finished and everything, I mean, this is a beer finished bourbon, and it is like to me the most apparent finish finish I've ever I've ever tasted. Good or bad, just to me, this, like I said, it literally reeks of walnut brown yeah. brown ale. The nose, the taste. Like I said, good or bad, it's just very, very. The finish is very apparent. Yeah, this is th- so throughout. The more I taste this on the on the palate, I get a lot of that waxy walnut and the chocolate that really shine through. Um, like if you if you've ever had walnut or you know nut brown ale, any of those brown ales, you get a nice chocolatey, uh, like malty flavor to it. This is actually, it's actually really good. It's it is unique. really unique. Um, I mean, look, we could spend all night sitting here making cock jokes on this, but uh, I don't want to anymore because I actually <laughs> really like this. So, first, first, first glass I had, first pour, first sip, I was kind of like, "Oh man, this is this is a joke." But the more I dug into it, I'm like, I've never tasted 
I've never tasted anything like this. No, I mean, this is just this is like you get you get style yeah. points. I mean, you you know you you know you're the first first person to you know attempt a 1080 you know on on a you know on a skateboard. This is like you know you get style points just for freaking just for trying something crazy, something new. So on the what's crazy though too is I st- I get as I that nose and go to it I get some of those which is crazy that app that there's an apple that for a kind of green apple keeps popping back up with me it, it, it's still there but I think it, it to me it gets masked like uh, on the finish this one starts out with some good wood spice some good wood notes and then it leads to a nice rich chocolatey flavor it, it, it I don't know it, it, for me this one tastes like um chocolate pound cake it's got you know a good base layer of this really nice cake butteriness to it and then some chocolate drizzled on top I I, I know this is this said you said non-chill filtered right I think I so. so yeah 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 it said that on the website alright that's the last drink I'm going to have straight up because I want to add some water to this because I want to see what the water does to these flavors because there's so much going on here. I'm going to put about half a teaspoon in here. A full ounce. Half a teaspoon to an ounce. And see what that does. Whoa. Alright, so on the nose, immediately it brings those waxy walnut flavors right to the top. Cool, yeah. Good lord. Man, I really, I really apologize from the start. I should have been more serious with this, but the, ch- the name Chicken Cock just exudes the 13-year-old boy in me. I mean, <laughs> right, right off the bat, from the bottle, I just picture myself back on the middle school bus wearing Davidoff Cool Water and, you know, making cock jokes. But, man, this is, this is a serious whiskey. Fun. Funny name, funny name, serious whiskey. That's a great tagline. Call them, call them <laughs> up know? and sell that to them. This is funny name, serious yeah. whiskey. Dude, off the nose with the water. It brings out all of those waxy walnut flavors. And those translate right into the palate and really give that nice chocolatey walnut finish. Wow. It waters it down just a little tiny bit, but I'm okay with that because it brings enough flavors to the front. The legs are pretty good. The finishes or the uh, the waxiness to it, the uh, the creaminess to it is really good. Ooh, this is this is something. I like I said, I just it's fucking unique. It's just what I. The words that I could come up with, I just was like, man, this is just fucking unique. Never had anything so like So this it. is only available in 11 states, according to their website. And that's a shame. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. That's a shame. Yeah. It's kind of like that, like the Four Roses small. Well, they're, they're also partnering know, with event. a local brewery. In order for them to get national, they would have to, I mean, they would have to probably do 100 barrels. And I'm sure that local brewery is not putting out that much beer, beer at a no, time. No, 
No. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to go to... You'd have to get, like, a fucking Newcastle or something, you know? I mean, who's a big walnut brown brown ale? In in the I U.S.? Mean, in America. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a craft. It's going to be... There's no mainstream walnut brown ale. I mean, the first one that comes to mind... Is it Newcastle yeah, brown ale? No, I don't know if it's, it's a walnut it's a, brown ale. No, it's a walnut it's a brown, brown ale. ale, but... Um, and Newcastle's Bel- no, that's Belgian. That they're up in Newcastle. No, British. They're up in they're up in the north uh, in the the Yorkshire area. Yeah, in, in the, the north, Newcastle northeast. Uh, you know, there's a ton of brown ales. Like, and honestly, what's you know, in the last couple of years, I've trended downward from drinking beer. I really have a lot, but I think what remains one of my favorite beers is ales, not IPAs. I don't like hoppy beers. Uh, but ales like brown ales and porters, this, yeah, I don't know, this sings to me, man. This really does sing to me. Yeah, I mean, and look, it's kind of, it kind of has that, like you said, it has that yeast. It's a yeasty flavor, but it's like, it, it honestly it, smells just a tiny hint of brewery, but so many good flavors come out of this with, with the, uh, and, uh, now that I'm kind of smelling this, just a slight tiny bit of orange. Like orange, like burnt orange, like orange peel. I don't know, man. This might be, of the craft whiskeys that we've tasted, the, the very, very much lesser known, this is a really, really good whiskey. Dude, and you talk about... So let's just look now. So now, now I'm mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. So let's take this and go to Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Okay. So I know on their website you can pull up bottles or barrels or or, or whatever. And let's just talk about obscurity and rarity. I mean, you talk about 1,800 bottles. Mm-hmm. So let's see. I don't Good. think they make a they don't uh, they they don't even make anything remotely close to that. I mean, even like Pappy Ten is what ten thousand bottles. So let's see antique collection. Let's just go antique collection, and let's say I know probably the rarest of the of the antique collection Eagle Rare Seventeen. Uh, last year's release. Barrel uh, size. So it didn't didn't tell you for us. So last year, 101, 101 proof. It doesn't tell you. It used to tell you like how many. How many barrels? Barrels, yeah. at least. But usually those, uh, even the even the Eagle Rare Antique is, you know, 120, 125 barrels. This is six. Six. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Six. Six barrels. And look, I mean, yeah, if, you know, you can have six barrels of shit. So here you go. So last year, this year, this year I didn't tell you, but in 2018, Eagle Rare 17 barreled, they bottled 45 yeah, barrels. That's, uh, that's insane. So 
when you talk about the, you know, and look, those are the obviously highly sought after. You know, I get it. Um, but when you talk about limited makes of, you know, a, a essentially mass-produced brand, or you know, it, that's 12, 1,800 bottles is not. So is this nothing. whiskey won. Uh, one of their, I said their, I should say their distillery. Their whiskey won uh, double gold at this 2017 San Francisco World Spirits uh, competition. I, I I can see that. I mean, I, look, I know where this is. I understand this is, you know, store. This is essentially bought whiskey. They buy it from someone else. They don't distill it. But what they do after that is what makes this special. The, the blending, and, and you know, we don't talk about it too much. We we don't talk about what goes into blending, what goes into finishing. Finishing and blending are very essential to the whiskey business. And I think this really highlights something that is is overlooked. You know? So many so many distilleries or so many brands out there. I'll call them brands because there's there's a lot of brands of whiskey that don't actually distill their own whiskey will go out and they'll actually buy MGP or they'll buy Heaven Hill or they'll buy, um, you know, various distillery products. Uh, Dickel does a lot of, you know, they, they do a lot of distilling for other people. They'll put yeah. it in barrels, they'll age it yeah. for a couple of years, and then you buy those barrels and you bring it home and then you do whatever you do with it. And I think, I, I know we talked about it back on our review of the uh, Crowded Barrel Whiskey Company, the Eleanor, which we both loved. And doing special things with these whiskeys, I thoroughly enjoy it. This is a this is a fine whiskey. This is very damn good. This is a trip. This is but this is a so. This is what I would do if I said I'm going to start a whiskey company, but I'm not going to distill. I'm going to buy. I mean, why just why go to MGP and say, can you make me a whiskey with? This mash bill, and I need you to put it in your warehouse for X many years. I need you no, make me the juice and let me do the most crazy, funky, yeah, crazy shit with six bar with six barrels, and then let me buy six more barrels and, and do something and, else, funky, cra- funky, crazy with it. And what's what's awesome? What they did was they didn't just buy. Okay, they didn't go to MGP and say, "Hey, give me six eight-year-old barrels. I'll bring them back and I'll do what I do with them." This was, give me six barrels. Give me that barrel, give me that barrel, give me that barrel, and that one. And we're going to blend them together. And let's see how that works out. And honestly, that's a risk. Because if you take all six of uh, you know, of one style, one mash bill, uh, the same age, it's easy to blend that afterwards. But you're talking, I mean, they literally say this is anywhere from one and a half year old to 11 and a half year old whiskey and they basically took six different barrels and combined them all together different ages different flavors and and honestly that's gotta say hell of a crapshoot I mean that's alchemy at its finest you literally turn stone to gold yeah so whoever their blender is and I, I don't I don't know because it's not on their website um Whoever their master blender is, man, he is working it. Yeah. Pretty pretty interesting. Like I said, this is 
and look, they have an everyday product too that I think's available in, you know, all 50 states. Um, and it's not bad. I mean, I've, I've, I've had it. I don't think it's as exciting as this, but I mean, it's, it's you know, hopefully, what I hope is that this is a jumping off point for them to start distilling eventually in the future. I don't know if they are or not, but if they could, if they could start distilling and, and then bring it back to uh, to where they where they once were, you know, back in the twenties and thirties uh, at the Cotton Club. Because again, yeah, Brent, you and I can go to the Cotton Club today. It's still there, still exists, and it's it's history. If you could bring this back and and make this a thing, I would. It'd be awesome. So look, it says that they are partnered with Bardstown Bourbon Company. Okay, so that's probably old Bardstown. Uh, and their yeah, their first collaboration was 616 spectacular barrels. So I'm guessing they just obviously committed to say, hey, this is what we're gonna buy. Make them, right. make them this way for us. This is what we're gonna buy, just like MGP. But they're they're getting them and I, and look, hats off to these guys because he's even thinking a little bit of, above. They have the story, they have the brand, they know the brand right. date, dates back to 1856. So they went with the closest mass producer to Paris, Kentucky, where they were founded. So, yeah. Bardstown Bourbon Company is 78 miles from Paris, Kentucky. So, hey, if we can't yeah. make it, we're gonna get it as close to where it was originally made. And look, you'll find you'll find their stuff in some of the biggest names: Jefferson's, High West, Belmead, all Bardstown, Cal- yeah, Bardstown, Hirsch, yeah, Calumet, James Pepper. I mean, they they literally distill for I think forty different brands. There you go. So that's where they're getting their whiskey from: is yeah. Bardstown Bourbon Company. So there which you is go. fine. Again, I I have no problem with sourcing whiskey. Never have, never will. And this is a highlight of what you can do with source whiskey. So, chicken cock, I'm going to raise this up to you. This is salute fantastic. I'm going to salute the cock tonight. I am going to praise it. I, I am going to uh, raise my raise mine to it. Tribute. And tribute to cock. I'm going to tribute the cock. <laughs> we said we weren't going to make all the cock jokes, but... <laughs> We can't help it. No, can't. You can't. So, so look, uh, what I want you to do is tilt your head back, <laughs> open your throat, <laughs> and, and take this one down, because this is definitely one. If if you find it, if you're in, uh, I forget what states these are in, but it's like it's like eleven states: Illinois, Mississippi, North Carolina. Oh man, yeah, it was. There, there wasn't a lot. Kentucky. If you can find some chicken if, cock in your if state, if you can find the beer barrel select, is what you look. Oh, what yeah. you're looking for. Beer barrel select, and look. As far as marketing and package goes, there's nothing on the shelf that looks like this. It's gonna stick out. It's gonna stick out like a cock on a shelf. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alabama, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Kentucky, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. Um, it's sold out online, so you can't find it online. I mean, 1,800, 1800 barrels, man. That's Oh yeah, no that that went fast. I, I, I doubt you'll find it. I doubt you'll find it. But really good. All right, so a uh, number on this one before we before we salute the cock. Let's give it a number. Yeah. I'm gonna give this one. 
I think. Looking back on some of the stuff I've done. So, you know, I turned to the first page of this book, book four that I'm working on, Calumet, Single Wreck Black. I gave that an 83. This is far and above beyond that. I'm going to give this one an 80. No, I got to go. I think I got to go 90 on this one. I think this one gets a 90. I was going to say 89, but I just think I like this little finishing niche to it. And it, it, it really gives it a nice creamy flavor. So I'm going to go 90. It's a very, very good whiskey. I'm in exactly the same. That's what I had written down. 90 is what I had written down. I think, like I said, it's it's on the cusp of Extraordinary Being League great. of Bourbon. Yeah. You know, um, but it doesn't belong in anything anything less than the, the upper upper tier. What's crazy is, is probably the everyday bourbon would be an everyday bourbon, but I don't know. Something... To, I can't. I can't tell if, like I said, I, I still can't tell if it's a joke. I can't tell if it's something amazingly creative. I don't know. Um, the name kind of throws me off. I wish it wasn't called that. But then, I mean, once again, what great marketing? Because all we're talking about is fucking chicken cock. Yeah, and look, chicken cock is great. Don't pass it up. If you if you can if you have a chance to get some cock, <laughs> some chicken cock, get some chicken cock. Yep. This is this is really good. I, I did not mean it, mean to uh, make all the chicken cock jokes, but my God, it's fantastic just stuff. Pretty, pretty unique. So yeah, really, really good. All right, so ninety for me, ninety for you. Uh, if you can find it again, you know, keep a lookout for their their limited releases. I saw they said the next one is going to be a blonde ale. I believe. Yeah, that's going to be coming out this year. Now it was supposed to come out in March, but with COVID. Who knows uh, when it's going to come out, but it should be similar bottle. It's um, pretty much a thin, squared off, squared ish bottle with round kind of round, or say rectangular bottle with round shoulders and uh, it, kind of. It kind of reminds me. Of, it kind of reminds me of the shape of Bullet Rye with yep. some better like bottle designs. Yep, absolutely. Again, in the same size think, bottle, pretty much. Yeah. I think the sunrise. I think those are suns. It's you know the sunrise. Obviously, you know the rooster crows. Oh my god! Didn't morning. even think about that. That's fucking yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, the the next one is a righteous. It's righteous blonde beer barrel, and it's going to be a rye, high rye whiskey. Uh, Ninety proof again, six barrel batch. So keep a lookout because if you can find that in your state and the states we named off. Don't pass it up. I'm gonna, if there's more than one on the shelf, just call me because I'll take one. I'll PayPal I'll, you. I'll PayPal you, you instantly. Don't worry about it. Just just yeah. pick it up and say, "Hey, I picked one up for you." Yeah, and I'll I'll reimburse you. And they literally say it's the delicious marriage of a sweet bourbon flavor and rye spiciness. I'll take it. I'll take that one. So yeah, if you if you find that back in Mizanos, just grab grab two, or in in your case, grab three because you're yeah. one to show, one to go. Yeah. Uh, and and I'll I'll glad the Bible man yeah really good. we um and it's it's a stop if if you're on I ten it's worth the I don't know maybe fifteen minutes off south of I ten in Ocean Springs um Sid and I are going to Alabama beach trip from Memorial Day weekend and she was like I guess we're gonna have to go to the liquor store huh I'm like you fucking you damn right it's like you either want it on the way going in or on the way going out because we're making we're making a stop stop one way or the other. I'm not gonna oh, yeah, I'm absolutely. not going through Mississippi and not going to Mizano, so 
Oh yeah, definitely. So, so as we, uh, you know, it's a little little housekeeping. Uh, we just finished up our last uh, our last episode for May. We did the Crown Royal series. In June coming up, we have the Tennessee Taster series. So we're going to go through a little bit of kind of uh, some nuanced whiskeys. Uh, we we do have an upcoming. I don't know if we're going to do it for an episode or if we'll do it for a short pour. Maybe we'll do a short pour on it. Uh, we're going to do the, uh, what is that, Jefferson's uh, Wood Experiment? Yeah, yeah. And then we're also going to do the Tennessee Taster Series, which is another uh, wood experiment kind of thing. Uh, that's three different whiskeys. That's the Angel Share Barrel Reserve 1 and Hennessy, or the Hickory Smoke Stave. So they did, again, uh, they did a... Uh, a kind of wood finishing experiment. And those so we'll those are a I want to say distillery distillery and or Tennessee only release. Yeah. Release. Yeah, you got to be in Tennessee to get that one. So unfortunately you may not be able to have that but definitely go check out the Jefferson's Wood Experiment. I think it's available a, a lot of a lot of stores, I think. I think I've seen it at my yeah. stores. Yeah. Now the, que- like the question brown. is: is do you, is it is it the same numbers? Because the the five set I got were specific specific numbers. Um, yeah. So maybe there are wood experiments that differ from package. So with that, we will be doing. Hold on, let me get my notes here. We're going to be doing wood experiment uh, number three, four, six, ten, and twelve. That's our uh, that's our series. So. Yeah. Essentially taking the wood experiment collection. It comes in like a brown box. Like what are those? Like two hundred mil like, two hundred milliliters? Yeah. Quarter bottles. Yeah. Third bottle, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, it's uh, done by Trey Trey Zeller. He's the uh, the master seller there. Kinda did some fun things with some wood. <laughs> wood, chicken cock, what do you what yep. I'm full of I'm full of the, the cock jokes tonight. <laughs> Alright, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's do it. We don't have G's to clean up, so we gotta we gotta do our own cleanup tonight. So, guys, look, uh, join us on the next couple episodes. We are we're gonna be doing some more whiskeys. Uh, the the full schedules on the, the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash BSEA podcast. Check it out. Uh, that's where you're gonna find all of our uh, all of our stuff. That's where you can become a member of the Secret Speakeasy. We've had some good uh, good membership requests coming in uh, for those that won the. Uh, the giveaway that we did back in January pre-COVID, uh, it's going out. Promise you, it's going out. The you know the local post office is finally safe to go to. Yeah, I, so I finally got the shit to Scott. Is what he's trying to say. He's been waiting on. That's that's not it. He's been waiting on, not me. It. Been waiting it, on look, me. <laughs> it's been it's been a crazy two months. I promise you guys, those who have won it, we're getting it out to you. We uh, hadn't forgotten about all, you. Yeah, by all means, get us your notes. We will gladly. Uh, we'll gladly share them on the page or, you know, share them with us and, uh, you know, maybe we'll, uh, we'll taste them with you if we can. Maybe we'll do a live tasting where we can bring you guys That'd in. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. We'll see, we'll see what we can do. Um, also there's, there's a, there's a rumor of a member related barrel pick. Yes. Oh like. yeah. Uh, that's pretty much getting close to finishing. So, um. Diz Foodies, one of our one of our one of our members, Sam Corley, uh, Sam Corley the Fourth, he has uh, decided to do a barrel pick uh, for his his Facebook group, Diz Foodies. His Facebook group, uh, I think they do they do a podcast from time to time. I've actually been on their live shows. Awesome group, by all means, go and join. 
but definitely if you're a bourbon fan, you're going to want to get it on this. I think he's looking at uh, some different Kentucky whiskeys, Four Roses, Heaven Hill, Old Foresters, and Woodford, I think Woodford, yeah. So yeah. one of you know something something decent, and he's going to do a, a barrel pick, and we'll we'll see what happens with that. But I, I like I told him when he when he mentioned it, I'm in for a case. I'll, I'll be I'll be in for a case. I want six bottles and uh, uh, of this exclusive barrel pick because it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see, and I, I love barrel picks. You know, you you can buy anything off the shelf. You can buy a regular brand, but. It's nice to see these the subtle nuances of barrel picks, and we've we've talked about them before and how they make a difference. It's it's just a I don't know. I think it's better. I don't disagree, and I like that. It's kind of it's kind of like this whole thing. You never know what you're gonna you know never know what you're gonna get. I mean, I, I had a Buffalo Trace last night at a buddy's house. It was a Buffalo Trace eight year old barrel pick, and it had eight year and it was eight year and it was probably the best Buffalo Trace I've ever had in my in my freaking life. Um, you know, so barrel picks. If you if you see um, that you know, different different dis- distilleries or different you know su- producers do the labeling different. But I mean, I know anything that comes from Buffalo Trace has that kind of signature gold foil circle or whatever the yeah. ta- whatever the tag may be. If you see that store pig tag, it's at least worth checking it out. Um, yeah. If it's in your wheelhouse price wise, uh, it'll jump on it. There's some cheap barrel picks out there. There's some stupid expensive barrel picks out there. Um, so like I said, it just depends on what's in your wheelhouse, but uh, most are worth uh, worth swinging at and at least trying. Yeah, and and we'll look, we're we're always excited to uh, to see what a barrel what you know what barrel picks come in, and you know you know eventually when we do get this thing going, and we're looking, I think we're looking at probably a fall order and maybe even uh, late fall release. As uh, you know, as things go on, who you know, who knows with with whatever coronavirus, COVID nineteen. Um, but we'll we'll see what happens, and we'll uh, we'll go from there. But we, we you know, well, obviously, when this comes in, when we get it, Sam will join us on the show. He's he's already said he'd love to drink it with you and drink it in the speakeasy. We'll join us here, and we'll uh, we'll see what it's like. I, I'm excited, very excited. So. If you're interested, go over to uh, to the Diz Foodies. Just search in your Facebook Facebook bar, uh, Diz Foodies, D I S F O O D I E S, and uh, and check it out. Uh, good good group, good fun. If look, obviously this group was founded on Disney. We yep. literally spent a year talking about Disney, and uh, I mean I like Disney food, so it was it was natural. Yep. And Sam's been a, Sam's been a good member for for a while. And we're uh, we're excited to see what he does with his barrel pick. Beautiful. So, uh, Brant, uh, going forward, lots of fun stuff. Check out the website. Check out the Facebook group. Uh, check out the podcast. You know, if you don't subscribe to the podcast, make sure you do. It's it's absolutely free. It's easy to join, and uh, it's fun when we uh, when we get together and can drink some whiskey, and you can share your notes if you've drank it uh, if you drank that same whiskey. And at a pre- previous point in time, or right with us, you know, if you if you download the show and, and are drinking the whiskey while you listen to it, by all means, share it somehow. Yep, I mean, happy to happy to happy to just be here and have a little sense of normalcy back in the speakeasy. Um, but without a doubt, always interested in seeing what you guys are drinking. You know, I I uh, I hate it because I don't. You know, it's kind of one of those stupid things, but I, 
I don't know, I'm not on Facebook enough to see every post, and I hate when I miss you guys' post when you when you post what you're drinking or post new bottles, but I do my best to try to see every post, read it, like it, look at every comment, uh, and just want to know what's want to know what's going on, uh, especially right now. It's kind of like I said, it's just uh, that sense of normalcy when when you when you see other like-minded people um, staying home doing their thing, but still still having those nice glasses of uh, whiskey every night, finishing those bottles, doing those bottle down. Sh- down shots, um, yeah. And Scott, we need it. We should have, you know, we didn't think about. it. We should have brought back like the Saturday night bottle bottle down, yeah. Uh, during during COVID, but um, maybe we'll do a summer, you know, summer bottle down series and, and kind of a call to action for uh, finishing those bottles this summer. Maybe, or yeah. Maybe like what that. we'll do is we'll do like a weekly bottle down night where, uh, or maybe like a monthly bottle down night where uh, you find the lowest. You know the lowest ranked bottle on your shelf, whatever's got the lowest amount, and we'll maybe we'll you know because we we can go live, we'll go live and we'll we'll bring in people because you know we we saw with our last live show that we can bring people on, and they can bottle down their whiskey with us. So maybe we'll maybe we'll start doing that. Got to clean the shelves. I know I knew I do. I packed up when I when I moved, uh, twelve boxes of whiskey. Yeah, that's fucking. That's yeah. It was a lot. Was Andrew crazy. got mad. Andrew got mad for a while, and then I, I just said, "So twelve. So I mean, it's over 140 bottles." Yeah, it was. It's a. It's a lot. It's a lot. I. I didn't even count, but I brought some here with me to the apartment while I'm in the process of moving. I gotta say, I think it was. Uh, I forget who it was. Someone, maybe Andrew Scott or Brent Barley. Someone just had a post about their Four Roses single barrel barrel strength. My God, that is such a great bottle. I, I brought it back from the house. I went searched for it through the boxes at the house and made sure to bring it back and had it while playing some Call of Duty the other night. God damn it, that's such a great whiskey. Delicious. It's delicious. So, Good all right, deal. look, Brent, let's get out of here because we got to do some cleanup because Jeeves is on vacation. So, Brent, if you came here to learn. Drink what you learn. If you came in to share, share what you drink. If you came in here a stranger, may you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure, drink, drink up. up. Cheers. Cheers, everyone. Thank you.